And we're on. Nick, how are you? Doing good. We got another episode of the Lo-Fi Podcast. It's September the 7th, 2019. Did you just check the date on my computer? I did, actually. I know, I didn't know either. I was going to usually <laughs> open off with the date, and I'm just like, I don't know. I, anyway. I haven't been keeping track. Dude, when we were talking last time, and we've been talking quite a bit, okay, the tra- albums we're talking about today, you know what's funny? Because I was, okay, because <laughs> <laughs> the last podcast... I'm like, Frank's that vo- shut up and play your guitar. My, I'm an idiot. I thought it was one album, and then I realized it was a three-piece thing. Yeah, it, it's like three different awesome. albums or something like that. It's yeah. like three, it's like a three-parter. sessions. Three different discs. God damn it. I good, took a good listen of that last night. Yeah. It's like an hour 40, give or take, all three put together. Yeah. Dude, I was gaming, and it was just, it was good. Yeah. It goes... It gets musically technical. It the, the guitar, like literally, it just does the title justice. Shut up and play yeah, your guitar. Yeah, exactly. But and then can and then it goes kind of like ah, far out there. It went far out there. It gets pretty psychedelic. It gets like, exactly like you said earlier. How it gets into like almost like a Pink <laughs> Floyd vibe, and it almost feels yes. like this crazy like yeah. And it does really feel like he just shut up and just sat in the studio and just played his guitar until his fucking heart's content. Look, I said it was that was a, yeah, that album Frank Zappa yeah. is underrated as a guitar player. I think he's probably one of the top 10 guitarists out there. It depends on what type of guitar, uh, guitar style playing you're looking at. Because yeah. you could appreciate different styles. This is the first of, Frank Zappa album I've ever like heard. In or multiple full. collection, it seemed like. Right, but, it looked yeah. like, like a compilation type of thing. I don't know, but... It, this was the first like full like set of Frank Zappa I've like listened to. Definitely the most I've ever heard from him in one go. Yeah, that, yeah so, you know so it goes: shut up and play your guitar. Shut up and play your guitar some more. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. And yeah, then yeah. Return yeah, of, of the, the Sun, sun of shut, shut up, up and play your guitar. guitar. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Every like, every album, especially if you're just gaming and you know just kind of like having a few drinks, getting a little buzz going. Oh man, yeah, it's a great. I like instrumentals. Like albums, just mm-hmm. in general, just when you speak about albums, like just instrumental albums, I usually dig albums, like, especially that's why I like beats so much. Yeah, you know what I mean, like with the hip hop beats or yeah. just the jazz beats or the or the lo fi beats, or the chill hop beats. Yeah, They're all just sure. instrumentals are just so good from jet. Even classical music is depending. It's like a mm-hmm. mood thing. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Sorry. No, it's anywhere. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> no. But. It was it was just a sick ride, and it's not something you can sit here and dissect the track and be like, "Oh, this is where." It's just it's a, definitely an album that you want to feel out, you, but at the same time, you cruise. On you it, could bro. like sit there and really study what he's playing and really because it's very yeah, intricate. Right. Yeah, like yeah. what he's doing is so detailed and intricate. And well, he knows like he's a composer. oh, he's a fan, yeah. f- fantastic guitarist. And the the other album that we're talking about is. Um, Hella's first album, uh, Hold Your Horses. I just heard that, and this is, I think it was the best way to do this recording to hear it beforehand, play a few games of Smash, which you just kind of jammed to yeah. it. I felt like, you know what, now that I listened to it, like I gave it a good listen, and the name, Hella, hold, what is it? Hold, hold Your, your horse, horse is. is. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's, it's not what how you think, yeah. Not like hold your horses. Not like hold your horse. Horses. Yeah, yeah. Hold your horse <laughs> is. And yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was fucking. I feel like the both sets of music. Yeah. Not to even compare the Frank Zappa with Hella. Though, okay. 
it's probably not even a fair comparison. But Frank Zappa, yeah. since this was a collection of three pieces of mm-hmm. music, of albums, if you will. It's definitely or, a lot longer. Hold Your Horse well, is like a 34-minute 30, album. Give or take a few. Yeah. And so the comparison, like, oh, you can't say, I feel like with music, you can never really say which one's better. It's all perspective this preference a, yeah if you're looking at it technically as a musician and what they're you playing and you look at the composure i think yeah you're right in, about in that, that sense if you look at it technically you can be like oh yeah this artist is more technically more proficient that's true better than this guy you know i would I mean? say frank zappa is a lot more proficient or just very proficient as a musician oh, technically 100%. It's probably the right way to say Hella, because hell is a two-piece band yeah you know a little more about them which yeah, are actually one of my probably like top three favorite bands when did you come with this revelation that your top my top three okay this revelation that came upon me this past <laughs> week actually <laughs> like i was thinking about it as i was listening to this album and the frank zappa one it's kind of like what is like some of my favorite like artists and that's usually hard for a person to, to pick out like oh what's my top three or my top ten or whatever i had like a list of just like artists that i really really like and mean a lot to me yeah. right? was it like an epiphany <laughs> in a little way in a weird way musical I was epiphany. Like, oh, eureka of course this is who i thought you're a uh-huh. rocker yeah. you come to find out well who what are your top three brother so yeah the, the top three would be radiohead hella radio is damn good yeah radiohead's a fantastic band radiohead hella and Dark Throne, the black metal band Dark Throne. You know what? I say for the next on the next record session, put me on a Dark Throne album. Throw one my way. Okay. I need it to because. So would you want? A, I haven't gotten into the more, dark. Bl- is this black metal or so death metal? They have is black metal, and they started black out... black nails less skilled than death metal. From yes what I understand, yes and no. Oh. Yes and no. There's How some skill, you. but this band, <laughs> I feel like. To, we should go deeper into them when we actually talk about them because there's a lot to talk about with these guys. All right. Well, there's like you know what I mean. There, let's take a be, step back then. So let's take a step back. So the top let's three: to Radiohead, Hella for sure. Yeah. Hella and um, Black Metal Band. What is it? Dark Throne. Dark Dark Throne. Yeah. Um, man, you you take three pieces. I just heard the Hella, that little Hella album. Okay. It's like kind of mm-hmm. like yeah, modern punk. It's like something you would hear at Churchill's. Yeah. That's kind of what I said earlier. Like, you'll hear that, it's a, which is a bar. But, you know, it, yeah. you could kind of almost, like, get a little crazy with it, you know? Definitely because is. is. Spastic. It, That's the best ah, way I do word. it. It's like you're yeah. just spazzing out. But it's almost like you're but, having a, a spaz out, but it's controlled spaz the out. The Shut like, Up and Play Your Guitar series, it goes, like, mm-hmm. it there, even gets jazzy at one point. If you sure. really, if you hear that one point, and I'm playing, I turned up, like, I don't do that when I, like, if I'm just, like, kind of gaming out, yeah. and I'm kind of, like, just coasting for the rest of the yeah. night, and when I, and I figured this would be a perfect time to play out, there's almost two hours, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, everything yeah. put together. I turned up. Me too. The vibe. I'm like, man, this is so fucking good, good ass man. Album. Yeah. Or yeah. Album. Fuck, or albums, you know. Yeah. But it was fucking goddamn. If there's anything to recommend, if anybody like like for listeners, check. If you don't know who Frank Zappa is, this will be a good. I think a good starting point. I think so too. Dare I, uh, you this know, is my starter for him. Look in a way. into the different um, presentations he had of like uh, Mothers of Invention and things like that, and checked out. I think Freak Out was probably his most popular album. I think okay. you know what I mean. If uh-huh. I'm not, I know Tom I'm would probably really sure. know. He's a more of a, a Zappa buff than mm-hmm. I am, but just to, for the appreciation of what we were listening to yeah. uh, uh, prior, awesome. Hella, 
with the musical sense of it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think a punk. I brought it up earlier. It's, it okay, has a so punky sound. With and, Hella, it's, it, it is a But mixture. it did rock out. It did have some moments where I was like, okay. So to describe what Hella sounds like, I guess, since we described a little bit of, of Frank Zappa's album, um, to describe the Hold Your Horses is almost like if punk was a lot more technical and f- and had Oof. longer songs because if punk was more technical because punk, punk, is, not- punk is not when you look at like traditional punk like traditional hardcore punk like black flag or bad brains they're very simple songs really they're two minutes usually punchy to the it's almost like a pop song but like with with testosterone boost into it because it's just like fucking angry <laughs> yeah and it's just like i want to punch well, people punk, punk is know? was a rebel it's a rebel it format is. yeah, yeah it's it a rebel form- yeah and and but it was very simple, and it prided itself in its simplicity. You know what I yeah. mean? It, it it was just simple, just boom da 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 kind of drums and just simple guitar riffs, just very simple chords, nothing too crazy. But with Hella, it's just two members. You got Zach Hill on the drums, uh, and Spencer Seam on the guitar. And Spencer Seam and Zach Hill are like a dynamic duo in rock that I've never seen before. These guys, That's I some feel like state fucking words. I feel like these guys have <laughs> some crazy chemistry with each other. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm pretty. I, I don't know. I'm, I would stand Musically, by. Musically, I would you stand by more because I'm only standing stand off this it. one piece. I would stand by with what I said. I think that musically, they just have the best chemistry in rock. Right. Because Zach Hill has worked with a lot of different artists and a lot of different guitarists and stuff like that. But Spencer Seam, in my opinion, is the only one to to match the the natural technicality that Zach Hill can put into the drums. And what I mean by natural technicality, I mean, like, the dude never really, like, he... It's almost like he was, like, born behind the drums because there are interviews where where he's had where he's like, if I could just be out in the desert and just with my drum set, I would be fine because there would be nothing else for me to do. He'd probably die of starvation. I mean, you know what I mean. Like... And like a oh I'm stuck on a deserted island. I hear you. Yeah, the one item you would bring. It would just be his drums because that's all he would care about. And he, this guy, was born behind the drum set, and this guy can roll out some licks like it was nothing. Yeah. And Spencer Seam, I feel like is one of the few guitarists who could really capture that same essence that Zach Hill puts into the drums into the guitar, because Zach Hill can play the drums like, like. What's his name? Like, like Louis Armstrong can play the trumpet. You know what I mean? It's almost like the same way. It's like that's this, even a man. You're making because you're really guy, putting these really, guys up there. He's really like Zach Hill is like the Frank Zappa of drums, in my opinion. Are you I kidding? think they're in the same. I think these two you know albums there's a song? because these two albums, I think they're in like the same almost headspace. Because the beginning of Shut Up and Play Your Guitar, it almost feels like the same almost craziness, but just not as noisy. I agree. Just not as noisy. Very much. Yeah. Because yeah. Hella is noisy. You know what I mean? That's where that punk aspect that you talked about comes in. As punk pun- is noisy. Punk you know is. I mean? Thank you. Uh, punk is noisy. What did you ever think about Iggy Pop and the Stooges? I I, I like I like the, the I wanna I, be I, I, I wanna be yeah. uh, wanna be a dog or something. Right. Okay. Oh, you, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's you know this is great, but I think the Hella really influences more into like the hardcore punk, like Black Flag with like Henry Rollins or like Bad Brains. Black Flag, was, which is another Were you cool a fan one. of these bands? Too? Uh, yeah, I'm fans of Bad Brains and Black Flag. Fugazi is another band. Um, <laughs> Fugazi? Yeah, Fugazi. That's a, good, that's a fucking awesome <laughs> they're, they're, band. I think you'll like them. They're uh, a cool I'll band. Them out. Yeah, they're punk, a cool band. I dated a punk, uh, this chick. Her. Whew, 
This was like a long time ago, and she was like a punker. Yeah. And one of the coolest chicks I met because she played Warcraft three. <laughs> you know, when do you ever find a chick yeah, that right? plays a fucking game? Period. But so she was really cool, but she was definitely a punker. And yeah. you know, Churchill's is it's a punk, it's a bar. punk bar. It's like here in Miami. Yeah. In Miami. So, but man, one time we went to go see a show, and she was just moshing in there, like Dude, she was yeah. Still, and I had to keep an eye on her to make sure you know she was okay because you know she's a little, little lady. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So she could some big dude not paying attention dude, like accidentally yeah. kind of wet whack her bite so i always was keeping an eye uh-huh. on her and i'm not one to mosh to jump in a mosh it's just me either i yeah. never really seen i said well i understand dancing form you know expressing yeah. your body whatever sure. whatever you know what i mean but uh, moshing I, I can't call it dancing i I've i guess to, it's a form of expression it is right and from it, what it, i've understood so i've been to churchill's uh, recently to see a to see a, a certain metal band in concert uh 1349 is a cool band um local band no they're from norway definitely not Get local. The, yeah, yeah it's, is that like a year or something yeah of that's, the, that's the 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 of the norse no it's the <laughs> <laughs> the year of the gods. No, <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> it was the the first year that the Black Plague came into Norway, and so oh they, fuck, they are you kidding me? After that, yeah, but but it's like I'm not really into moshing myself. These guys were moshing when the you know yeah. when I was there. Oh, when you were at Churchill's, yeah. I haven't been there Dude, in years. For it's, it's I'm sure it's the same. same I'm sure it's the same. The pool shit. table's still like half broken. Half broken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've shot some great games there. I'm sure, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's you know grungy, very like it's grungy. Sure, cigarette smoke everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And, like, dude, the broken buses in the front. Yeah, right yeah. I remember one people selling hot dogs. So it was pretty cool. Like, oh, they weren't there. selling hot dogs when I was there. This concert, I don't think they selling, were selling fucking. It was pretty. They were barely getting through without. No, but like, but but going back to like the moshing, it was like. Like yeah, it was crazy seeing like these like four foot chicks just fucking going in oh, there man. with these like giant like six foot like fat dudes yeah. just fucking ramming into and each other. How do those like, girls like they're cute girls? Like you don't yeah, like man you like you wouldn't you wouldn't expect that these chicks would be going in there fucking that's swinging how their this fists. Chick was. Yeah, like, this, yeah, she. Went but like in from there. what I get it, like I sometimes I get that urge. I'm listening to metal or like hardcore punk, and it's just yeah. like. See, I don't get that itch when I. Li- well, then again, I don't listen to metal like as yeah. as you do. When you get like deep into it and you really like let it just kind of like when you take, absorb take yourself over. into the music, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you know, you absorb yourself into Frank Zappa. You turned up the the speakers. Fuck and really yeah, I did. It. Fuck yeah, it's that like was the, such an. Ex- such it's like that same feeling, but it's like you can't turn up the speakers any louder. So let me just. Uh, I gotta get yeah. this sound out more, and you gotta yeah. hit something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like that same kind of feeling, but um hella gives you that but it's almost like not i wouldn't really mosh to this it's definitely something you can move no, to hella, I, yeah it's something mosh, that you, you can, can like, move to it you can move i almost felt like we were playing smash and the hell album was gone yeah i said man we have a few beers fucking chiefing right. i mean this is i'm vibing i think the album's good for that it is that's it what is. it felt but if i'm <sighs> I guess depending on preference, you could go do it if you're about to go work out or something. Yeah, it could get you amped up. I kind of don't. I listen to weird shit when I work out, like something like epic sounding. No, well, yes, no. I've okay. I've heard Mongol chants. Like, oh, dude, that's yeah. inspiring. Fuck yeah, that shit dude. is wrong. I go running. Like if I do some hard running or something yeah. like, or if, if I want to go train, there's. Let's get back on that name with the Mongol chant. If we're gonna go with all aspects of music, fuck yeah, dude. This we is can go deep. There's it's, it's throat singing, Mongolian yeah. throat singing. You're familiar with it? Yeah, yeah, of they course, go, of course. Yeah, there's like, yeah, yeah. and I start running, and they have 
there's this one on YouTube that I saw. I forgot. It just shows like Kinda this like, dude on the mountain or whatever and he has like yeah, the, the guitar. yeah. Oh, yeah yeah i've seen oh, that video yeah, there was one there's one that was like a little old lady sending there's a few was, yeah there's, there's a, more there's than a lot of them out there there's a lot yeah. of them but man I, I i like hearing that shit it's cool it's like really just something too. about it makes me feel like man i feel it's something like primal it's, it's like, something primal yeah. and you know mongolian history that's, that's what a, a that's crazy a, time that's yeah. a different podcast yeah that's a different podcast it's crazy shit that's a different podcast but you know some mongolian throat singing if I know little about this. I do what I have ran into when I worked out. Fucking Let's awesome. Go. Now, how does I it like re- to put on hold your horses whenever I go skating, whenever I go longboarding? Because I like to go longboarding. Yes. I like to go far and fast. Yes. And it's like this is a good album to make it like, all right, let's ramp it up. Let's you know go. what's funny you say that? I would probably, that's more of an album to do just that. Yeah. Like you know run, what I mean? Like, yeah, if I'm, cause, like, if I'm about to do casters, I mean, obviously, if you're going to train like martial arts, if I go train jujitsu, obviously, I'm not yeah, going to have yeah. headphones on, you know, but sure. beforehand, it's something like that. Now, sometimes I listen to more motivational talks, so yeah, it's yeah. less musical, but they'll play a music insert from some soundtrack, mm. like um, Zach Hempsey, by the way. There's, and these are artists that are interesting. If we're going to expand to some, oh, I almost look at this as more obscure uh, forms of music sure. in a way. Even like when it comes to soundtracks, um, oh, there's a lot hitting me right now. Or you want to hit you? But Zach Hempsey, for one, mm-hmm. there's a Muhammad Ali tribute. Which, if this doesn't make you feel like, <laughs> holy fuck, this is an aspiration when yeah. you see a video like that. And this vid, this motivation video is Muhammad Ali when he was when he was about to fight George Foreman. Okay, in in, in Africa, That's a fight. and there's yeah. a famous interview Rumble where he says jungle, he goes right? he a rumble in the jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He goes, yeah. Oh fuck yeah, uh, Ali Bumbaye, Ali. Yeah, yeah, that means yeah. Ali kill him. You know what I mean? That's oh, where shit, chant, yeah, Ali. This if you want, not I, mean, I know it's a music podcast, sure, but if I may, with this motivation yeah, yeah. video with the Zach Kempsey, um, what was the name of the track on that with the Zach Kempsey? I. I'm not even sure who Zach Hempsey is. He's is he made like some composer? epic sounding track. A uh, composer, I would imagine, because this is all his music. There's one called like Vengeance. Uh-huh. Is the one song by him. There's one that Muhammad Ali. You hear like, and then it goes round set because he wins the fight. If I remember correctly, round eight doing the rope a rope a dope technique, mm. meaning and the where they fought. They there's like a little bit if you have like a. Uh, spooky mind if you will or sure. you know the ropes sagged more in that fight than it was Zahir Africa okay. is where they is where they fought okay. that's why in one interview he goes you know I fought hard upon because he was older mm. Ali was older in that fight he was like 32 oh, okay wow. and, and Foreman was like 26 Foreman was oh, wow. knocking yeah, yeah. fucking people out yeah, yeah. Knocked out Kenny Norton, knocked down Joe Frazier like six fucking times in the first two fights. And if you know, just a little bit with boxing, Joe Frazier, Muhammad Ali, yeah. epic triple fights, and especially like the third fight, the thriller in Manila. You know what I mean? And if I may be honest, I was leaning a little bit on Joe Frazier in that fight because, <laughs> you know, Ali gave Frazier a lot of hell. And Frazier truly wanted to hurt this man. He truly wanted to get to this man. Yeah. He. Hit Ali with so many hooks, left hooks. Hit him to the body. There was, I think, post on the third fight, Ali was peeing blood. They were both wow. fucking fucked up. Yeah. Like, that did some damage, I think, to both of them, permanently. Yeah. Foreman, especially. Because what he did, he fought Robodope. And he leaned on her. So, Robodope is, is where if we're boxing, we're sparring, it's, in a sense, playing possum. I lean back on the ropes. 
fundamentals boxing, you don't ever want to really fight off in the ropes. Mm. You don't have nowhere to go, especially if the guy cuts you off. You you could have a lot of problems uh, created for you. And um, but he leaned back and let. And so essentially, he let Foreman punch himself out. Sorry, he let. <laughs> no, I'm getting a little excited. I get goosebumps. But he let Foreman punch himself out. And he took, essentially, he took Foreman to deep waters, right. drowned him, and finished him in eighth. Right. Epic. So, this motivational video with yeah. the music, when you hear it, and you hear the little interview clips in between, and the fight, and then he breaks in, you go, oh, he's still with the left hand or whatever. Right. Doom, 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 doom. And then the crescendo of the music comes in. Amazing. It, yeah. Amazing. Zach Hemsley, I feel like if there's any of the motivational videos that linger out in YouTube out there, he's used a lot. Okay. That name. And that's what I want to stress musically. <laughs> <laughs> I went down the angle of just fighting because it's a beautiful sport. Of course. But no, I agree. So it was really cool. So it's funny how music can do that. Music is so powerful. Amazing. It can yeah. really move. It can really change just the feeling. Going back to like soundtracks, even though it's a little bit off topic, but whatever. It's like going back to soundtracks. It's like documentaries i feel like m really put the mark of really pulling the heartstrings with music in their in their things let's say you're watching they like can a, overdo it on that oh, of course and and they, and, can, and they have maybe a hundred percent but yeah, i yeah. also feel like it can really when you're not really paying attention to the music and it's like a documentary or a movie or whatever that music just in the background it can subtly just change your mood of the scene or of whatever it is, whatever content that you're watching. It can subtly change it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like just having that type of like mood or melody or notes, whatever combination of, you know, composing music, right? Whatever combination of that you want to put together to make it sound like, you know, sad or motivational or uplifting or depressing oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Or angry. I you agree. Know what I mean? The way you could put sounds together, like to create to create a mood. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah, I agree very much. I mean, that's I feel how like, it, it's part of movies. And I feel like, like like with things such as like you know, I I I couldn't really put emotion to. I mean, there are emotion to the, the two albums that we did listen to. Oh, uh, Frank Zappa, hands down. I, I mean, feel like, and even I feel Hella like it has since... more emotion than Hella. I feel like Hella is a bit more cold. You know what I mean? It's a bit is less like emotional and just pure. Just I'm just playing this. You know what yeah. I mean? Just pure spon spon sponti spontaneous. That's yeah. the word we're yeah, looking for. I don't for. know what word. I don't know what English. <laughs> is. Está bien, bro. No, no, pero cool for me. No, no, man. Yeah, I hear you. But uh, um, yeah, Frank Zappa definitely. There are some songs in that album that it gets heartfelt when he's on the guitar and it's just him, and then just you know little drums in the background, just kind of uh, complimenting whatever he's playing on there. But uh, towards like the middle of the Frank Zappa album. It really almost got heartfelt with his guitar, and it oh, almost felt okay. like especially when he was I, getting really emotional with it, and he was almost like he was telling a story. With the just, jazz pieces, I yeah, feel like yeah. it seemed like, and it, it I, almost felt like he was just uh, telling a story just through his guitar. It got back, out so. there for me, man. It did. It got I out agree. there, and I was listening to this. Um, what was I doing? I was probably just like also playing games or something like that, but I just felt like it would have been good because it. it was one o'clock in the morning when I started at home. Because I hopped it was on in the afternoon and I heard it. <laughs> oh no, I played because when I hopped on because it's like one no, no traffic, yeah. you right? Yeah. So and it's cool and it's easy to coast through it because I'm already right. kind of like you know right. have chief in a little bit, kind of winding off, and it just 
it's just solid, man. It's just solid it's sounding just, guitar yeah. playing. I would have loved to see like I mean what's up when you think of guitars, mm. a name that jumps off for you. I guess hell what was the gentleman's name? Spencer Seam. If I'm pronouncing his last name right, yeah. it's a little bit weird. S E I M is how you spell it. Seam, yeah. S E I M Sign Seam. Same. Something like that. <laughs> Some white dude. <laughs> Some guy. So yeah, yeah. So is this oh is this math rock? It, it is people would consider it math rock. Can you redefine math rock for me? <laughs> no, I mean just cause Math Rock, okay. I, I guess the it's it's just I don't really know how to like this it's, it's just a weird genre. It's just a weird genre. Yeah. It's just a very unique I, sounding rock I genre. Think, yeah, yeah. I think and it, it has certain aspects of to it that are similar. Certain guitar tones are similar, certain time signatures tend to be similar between different bands. Um the the same style of it is typically fast paced music, but is not I, as noisy uh, as Hella. Hella typically is more on like the punkier, noisier side, but it's still. How long have these guys been out, man? I, so you this just is their put, first this album. Is one this is their first album. Came out you in just like put me on the mid nineties, ninety three. I may be wrong. Fuck, maybe not older than I, my, It's ninety. They've been out a lot longer 90s. than I. I may. I be thought wrong this was that. like. 2012. Look it up, actually, because I think okay. it's I think it's like it well, this say, album 2002. Thing. Okay, so well, you, not too far. Off. I guess depending I, if this I, is I, not I, their I first say early 90s. Is this their first album? This is their first album. Oh, yeah. so okay. This is their first. Oh, album. you were way off. I was <laughs> way off. My bad. Whoops. Not as much as a <laughs> real fan. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> suck, man. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. But yeah. So it came out in 2002, which for the time is very unique. There weren't many albums. Or that that whole sound of like I guess math rock you can quote it as it yeah, wasn't really a, a thing. That's a two thousand. That's a millennial. That is thing. a definitely or a new millennium a millennial, type of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it definitely came out in the two thousands. Like Hella, people consider Hella or this album as one of the first to start that genre. So, yeah. You know so I mean? you're putting the pioneers of this. Kind of, you know, in a way, there, there's you can consider these guys pioneers. And how math big rock. is math rock? Because it's big in the underground, in underground rock world, it's a fairly big thing. There's a lot of um, well-known math rock bands. Don Caballero is one of them. You just um, told me an album that was American post- Don. That's a yeah. good album. Yeah, um, more laxed. It's I'm more. Like it's more Caballero, man. It's more relaxed. It's like hell. There was a professional skateboarder, Steve Caballero. Oh yeah, he skated. I forgot that guy had whatever. But speaking of skating, because in front of Churchill's, oh yeah, I yeah. Did, that's when I used to skate a lot, and I was going in front, and that's when I had my flip tricks okay, on yeah. lock because I yeah. played so many games of horse. And for anyone who doesn't know, or doesn't know, you do a trick, mm. then you got to do the trick. If you right. don't do, it, you get an H. Kind of same with basketball horse. I make a shot, you make the shot. If you don't make the shot, you get a letter. Whoever yeah. spells horse first loses. Me and Mark played that game until. Till whatever so i was skating in front of churchill's after the show whatever we were like i think it was mid-set break like we were stepping outside yeah. i think like somebody was grabbing a smoke whatever and uh bam i hit a tray flip right <laughs> i like i had a little crowd going like a few times people were like oh man do some good sk- you, you got some good skills and i used to think i was nice and in reality i wasn't shit you know what i mean <laughs> like i had good flip tricks on the ground yeah like i wasn't going off no nine step with some you know what I mean? Yeah, Front yeah. side flip off some nine step, just deep landing hard and just I coast off. Yeah. Like, 
nah, I'm not, I'm not risking. It. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, for I, sure. I play skate a lot. I, I'll hit you on the technical ground. Yeah, you know what I mean? And uh, so yeah, that was. Co- you know, Hella does uh, capture that like skate, like old. It school brought me back to tr- for skate some vibe, reason. It's, vibes. Yeah, it's the feeling I got. It, it got me in the feeling. It's funny because you go longboard on it. Yeah, I mean, it's different to, to like doing tricks and shit. Because I just like you know longboarding different, but. It's, you never got into a like trick. I uh, tried to. I never really. I never really. It never you really like the type that might get a little frustrated. But like, yeah. you know what? I fucked. I just prefer just going fast, and no, I'm good. Oh. I just prefer just going fast and just just like just traveling with it. And um, but yeah, I mean, with Frank Zappa, with these two albums, I think when you compare the two together they do capture a, a certain mindset that is in, is in the two. Like I said earlier, Zach Hill is like the Frank Zappa of, of drums. You know what I mean? He, he creates these sounds and, these, and these, these movements and these licks and these different things throughout this whole album that just really, to me at least, it really gets me, it really like just tickles my fancy. You know what I mean? Like it really gets me going and it really kind of like, like I don't even know. It's just something about it just really captured. Did you me. just say tickle your fancy? Yes, I did. What Ooh. the fuck? Ooh, I'm using big words. <laughs> yeah, big phrase. I don't know. Confusing phrases, rather. Yeah, I'm but a I'm a smart individual. I, I went to I went to school once. <laughs> I'm a big okay. But like with Frank Zappa, he does the same thing, but with guitar. You know, he does these these <sighs> well, amazing he's had orchestras. And these amazing, you know that right? 100. Oh, yeah, yeah. later. I know how, how pro- prolific uh, Zach, Frank Zappa is. Yeah, yeah. big words. ¿Cuál palabra es I have <laughs> vocabulary. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but I think I agree with you, man. I. But when you when you when you go down Hella's discography, they do expand. Is, how, how big is that? There's man, it's the not way. there's like eight albums. Not too long. It's okay. not too short. But it's it's like they get about midway through their discography, they start getting a bit more. There's more to the band. They start adding vocals in some albums. They start doing more instrumentation and more. They start expanding their sound a bit, but yeah. still sort of keeping that same Zach Hill mainly keeping the the rhythm of the band and just keeping it kind of going. And Spencer Seam with the support on his guitar because I really feel like in this band, who how many of these guys are in this on this one? Originally, two people. Is that that's a two man group? Two man group, guitar. God, and drums. you would think it's uh, no shit. Yeah, but their my favorite album from them, which is like that's their hard to do, man. That's album. really hard to do. I think yeah. the White Stripes were the only other two man band, but they even, it was him and his wife, and I even hear like well, the real even, brain. They weren't even together. Was Jack, yeah, so I'm it's sure. like it's like that whole story with like it. Do you know were, the story on that one? Yeah, so they were together at one point, but then they had a divorce. But they still. But he kept the name because of the, the white because he liked it, That's right? Because he, he and plus he, they already had that stage name already established, Jack White. He was Jack, right? Exactly. Right. And he so, was the brain of the and operations. So when they continued the band, they were right. like, "Oh, we're brother and sister," but they're just not even related. Brother and sister? Really? They, they just kind of went off because they both had the last name White. So why is that? You guys aren't married. So why do you guys have that last name? You know, Jack White's actual Coincidence. But yeah, right, but I it's hear like, you. His last name isn't actually White. Yeah, I don't know what that would be tiring to answer that question. Oh, we're brother and sister. How weird is that, man? Jack White's a weird dude. <laughs> so is uh, Zach Hill. Zach Hill's fucking crazy. <laughs> when you hear interviews of that guy, he's yeah. like in his own. He's almost like fried. This guy, I feel like this. Literally, all he does is probably just drum. He probably just eats, sleep, and drum. 
I think that's all this guy does. Let me ask you, man. Why haven't for someone? Because when we talk, you're my brother, and I think talking music is. I think this is the best thing we're doing right now. Don't worry about it. Just throw it next time. Yeah. But no. Fuck my phone. Yeah. No. What I'm saying is like, this is good to discuss some things that you like, right? Yeah. You have never gotten to. You never want to play an instrument, or I mean, you just drums. Drums. It's, it's expensive oh, yeah. to get into drums. Getting a drum set is. This just is so, the lo-fi podcast, it's, and we aren't the. <laughs> <laughs> we're not high income. I'll tell you that much. Definitely lo-fi. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Low income, lo-fi. But I hear you, man. Because you want. But I mean, I do sing. I like to sing. I do like to sing. I, I've realized you do, you about know myself. What you could, and, people, and you could be you could drum because when I heard you on the jumbe, we do the drum circles. Yeah, Adam's kind of good with it. Yeah. The little hand drums, right? Exactly. Um, you guys yeah, keep it because right, I like jamming. Yeah, the African drum. Yeah. But I like jamming because I love. To me, my instrument, I love the guitar. Acoustic, yeah. I play more. You know, I, I like try to more get into the guitar, the, the Spanish style guitar. Yeah, I tried the, to get into the guitar, know. but it's just like I feel like it was. It just didn't click with me. Like, as much. Yeah, with yeah. Dr- I feel like I'm more... I've of heard like, that. I like to keep rhythm. I like to just, like... Whenever I listen to a song, I'm always drumming to it. Or... or it must be... Or weird. I'm either drumming to it or I'm singing to like, it. Like, how do you look at music as a drummer? I just follow it's the It's interesting drums. enough... I, I, I mainly listen to, like... Like, like I'm... You know, as right. I'm learning a little more music theory mm-hmm. and, and getting a little bit of understanding of the theoretical side of music, I'm asking questions, like... When I look at a piece of music, I understand how a pianist will look at a piece of music and they see the notes in front of them and all the keys are a presentation of them. Right. A guitar is the same way on the fretboard, you know. Mm. I'm interested on a drum. It's more of a feeling. Yeah, drum. But drums is always... I wouldn't it, There's really always an account and a rhythmatic motion with drumming. You're, it's, it's You're always a on a count. Counting. There's a lot of counting, I feel like. And a guitar, too, with the strumming patterns. I wouldn't and, really be the best person to ask uh, that question, too, since I've never really played properly with, sat sure, down yeah, yeah. behind. I've only had... Well, let's question that, but that would be great. To that maybe would be a great... Yeah. Get some I have drummers. a drummer friend who, who I think would be good. Oh, let's get him on be, the podcast, yeah. man. Yeah. We talk some, oh, that would be a great idea. And he's idea. good into jazz and music. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's, let's, let's reach out to him. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but with drumming, I feel like, yeah, it's not as laid out like a piano or a guitar or, or something similar to that. It is, from what I've experienced, at least, from the little bit that I've seen, I feel like it's more of a feeling. You know what I mean? It's more of like Music a counting. Music is a fucking feeling, brother. It's a brother. counting, for sure, and there is a lot of, you know, keeping... You always... Yeah. You gotta keep your time, and you gotta keep it on beat. But it is also like you kind of want to feel it out too. Hundred percent, man. You know what I mean. And yeah. Zach Hill does that in this album, but you know Frank Zappa does it too in, Frank in Zappa, his guitar, and he he Frank he, Zappa he does like, the and some of the guitars he's had yeah. like over the years, a very well known guitar. I think he had in the eighties a Steve Vai. You ever yeah, heard of, of him? Steve Steve yeah, 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 of course, Steve Vai. Yeah, yeah, of course. Tremendous on the of course on a guitar. One of the best covers of Little Wing I've ever heard. Was by I him. thought that's Stevie Ray Vaughan. I got to think of fuse. Whoops. <laughs> same, same name. Get out of Steven, here, Steven, Stevie. We need to wrap this up. No, okay. I'm a good host. Thank you guys for... Uh, a, no. I know music. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Come on, buddy. But Ravon... Oh, that would be a nice album. I've I mean, never listened how to do you album. get so good on a guitar where the rumor has it that he sold his soul? The, uh, to the just, devil you yeah no started, the truth is that you practice probably started when he was a child like little or who yeah i mean i wouldn't i don't know a story. yeah yeah not but imagine that 
you get so good, you get the uh, uh, reputation. Yeah. I was like, you sold your soul to the devil. I the feel place. like that's like an old ever, rock trope, though. I mean. That is true. Yeah. yeah. They said it with Jimmy, Jimmy Page. Page. Yeah, they said it with Jimmy Page. I mean, he, was, he also had interviews where he's like, I like to uh, read about like, Aleister Crowley. Yeah, and get like, out of here, bro. He was also doing heroin Led and Zeppelin was too busy, like, shit. banging chicks and doing drugs. Like, those yeah. guys were, uh, man. To live Led in that Zeppelin. era, Led Zeppelin is. We had a converse, good conversation piece about Led Zeppelin. We talked a little bit about the, uh, the little bit of the plagiarism they oh, were yeah, accused yeah. for on that. But no, Led Zeppelin is. When I like, I guess when you grow up, I guess is in the parliaments of our time. You know, yeah. even though granted they're before our, our time technically. Um, as a young man, you grow up. If you get a little bit of taste of like good rock and roll, especially classic rock and things like that, like Led Zeppelin, mm. you know, Pink Floyd, you know, uh, Red Crimson and King Crimson. King Crimson. Sorry, see, what another dumb motherfucker. God, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that makes two of us. That's strike two. We can't fuck up now. But you know, but what I'm saying is like I like like um, Paul Simon, oh, Simon and Garfunkel. I love, I love them. I yeah. love those guys. Like it. I like Hall of Notes. I like some Hall of Notes. Hall of Notes like is some, a shit. Hall of Notes is a There's some good songs. Yeah, me, bro. Man, there's a live thing. Of touch. Yeah, <laughs> no, I like um, Man Eater. The, 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 she's a Man Eater. Yeah, that's Hall of Notes, brother. Yeah, that's um, Forgotten 80s. You know what that group. song's about? It's about New York. Yeah. yeah. It's about living in New York. And it's just funny. Um, Sarah. Um, Sarah. Sarah. Or, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. They were. They have. They're, they're good. I, I do, yeah. No, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay. 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 Let's not fucking hype them up too much. But um, back to Zappa. Back to Hella. You I know dug it. What? Zappa doesn't even like to consider his music rock. He hated rock. No, and roll. you're so right. You know I, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I've all heard. this talk about rock and roll, and we're, you were talking about you know all this. Frank Zappa would be insulting us right now. That's a good point. He'd be calling us idiots, yeah. which we we well, we're are. Def- we're rightfully idiots. I mean, we're <laughs> but doing like, it as fans, if anything. But but it is something that is is interesting to think about because he even mentioned it's consumed mostly. The consumption by is by fans. rock and roll fans, for and sure. I mean but his music for sure. How can you? I mean, his music's it, rock. Despite, despite what he's saying, no, 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 no. Because he has an album that was completely orchestrated. Sure. Well, you know what I mean. But I'm talking about. Like I do his, know what you main... mean, especially a lot of his live stuff. And um, right. oh, if you see some obviously live stuff, is a lot of like orchestra. I think he was the best live. Yeah. Like, if you ever had the experience to see a Frank Zappa concert live, well, his son now is really Weasel good. Zappa, Weasel. which is really fucking awesome from what I hear. Fucking hilarious name. Dweezil. Dweezil. He has a daughter too. Name Moon Unit. Moon Unit. Yeah, good memory. I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking of Moon. I think it was like La Luna, like some shit like that. But yeah, no, that's. But he's that kind of guy. Yeah, that's what he it was. He was an artist. Is it, don't you think like the real when you Zach think, Hill is one of those people too because his music because he he expands just outside of music too he does a lot of visual art too a lot of his albums his album covers with the music that he makes are, are based heavily off of his visual it's funny his visual that, art actually because when you think um music as a fo- art form yeah. it's a form of expression right definitely 
So we use a medium like we took painting, drawing, inks, and things like that as a form, like you know that medium of art mm. is a form of expression. Like you know, if you just splatter paint on a thing, you know, some people could express like a it as a form Pollock, of you know? something yeah. to that, or the abstract art, like right. a Picasso, yeah. or you know, or then when you go to music, and all the different facets music right. has to offer, they're all uh, the medium of music. But they're all different expressions of music. Mm. Some we even look at it like that's technically bad. So right. therefore, and there's those purists, if you will, if that's even a good word to even use. Purists would be a good word. You think so? But yeah. what I'm saying is like, um, that's not music. Like, you know, that's noise. You know, well, but so where does when you think of music, right? Do you understand that's what a I'm funny saying? Subject because but, there are some artists out there who that, you will listen to an album and you would literally say this is just straight up static. But to the untrained ears, like that, a good example would be ah, would be well, would be a, a, a metal band <laughs> would be this a they're they're considered a doom metal band. Doom metal is a type of genre where it's very slow, very heavy, very sluggish sounding music. Doom and metal, yeah, black you like early early so black different metal types now is like dude, fucking it will make you spin your fucking crazy. head how many metal genres there are out there that I don't even keep track. Yeah. I I just consider there are a group of a couple main ones: death, black, doom, speed, thrash. Like five is like the main ones. You know what I mean? Okay. That's how what I would consider. You know okay. what I mean? And then you get you can get more technical. You get like oh, there are the cores. There's death core and dark core and jizz core and gay shit like that. Whatever the fuck. The fuck? Did you I, I just made up some stuff. Oh the okay. End, I'm, but like, I'm sure there's like grind core, which is like retarded. I do, this is dumb. Almost they, sounds like it. It is. But but that's beside the point. Yeah. But this band Sun O. They're really well known. It's like Sun O and then. Like parenthesis, parenthesis, like it looks like a sun is kind of giving off rays. It's like a O parenthesis, parenthesis, parenthesis. It's a weird name. They make these very expansive, heavy, long albums that literally sound like they're just strumming one chord and then playing with a bunch of foot pedals on their on their uh, guitar amp and just making these crazy weird noises. But when you really like sit down and listen to an album, they're doing more than just that. And these noises make a, 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 it's almost like they're paint, it's like sound painting or, or, or it's like a soundscape. You know what I mean? It's like you put on white noise and you hear the ocean kind of going, but these guys, they have their guitar and it's like a very, um, heavy, staticky sound that mimics a weird, like, Brush stroke of the of the guitar. Didn't you know Zappa I mean? had that last night with kind the shepherd playing guitar some weird at some sort of like soundscapey it, type of things, it, but it wasn't as heavy. You no, know it wasn't. I mean? It which, probably which was the first not, predecessors. Of I would, that. I would think so. Maybe you know Frank Zappa. If I were if I were to label him with my shitty music knowledge, I'd give him a prog rock label. That's what to me and my you know little delve into his music definitely sure. he's like a prog rock in the same vein as like king crimson or like pink floyd or or like moody blues and shit like that where there's like orchestral and and rock mixed into one but it's like very expansive and you know it progresses into like a a crescendo but i feel like zappa really takes that and runs with it and does his own thing with it he's yeah he definitely so does unique. his own thing yeah, yeah he definitely so does his own thing you yeah. can't pin him down and even the people he worked with, with both of these albums i feel yeah. like you can't really pin down 
and both of these oh, artists... Oh, you can't pin down the Hell album. You, yeah, both of these artists, you can't really like pin down as much. They're their own unique thing. I agree. Yeah, in my opinion. And that's why I think these two albums are so good. They're, they're, I feel like they're such a good complement to each other. When I listen to both of these back-to-back, they're such a good complement to each other, I feel, at least. From my perspective. Yeah. And we keep talking about like the Franks have almost one album. It's like it's three. Like a, it's like a three part. It, it's you, a three parter. It's three discs. It's three. From what I've understood. Or something yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Three, but, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it does. You know what? In a way, I kind of see a little bit where with the Hella. There was parts of it where it could remind me that. But that's probably because of Frank Zappa. So expansive i mean just going off it the is guitar. more expansive oh yeah definitely yeah. it's experimental yeah for sure especially i think the uses like the synthesizer i think in that yeah, time yeah kicking in the 70s because that's when zappa started when did this album come out the shut up and play your guitar i think it was probably over a course of time but yeah let's actually, figure it out yeah let's we figure have it. these resources <laughs> what is it google please tell we me scroll up we'll scroll let's up here see. 72 72 Oh, well, okay. So, 1972 for the first part. And, it's and then 70, 70. So, that sounds about right. That sounds... And then the full thing together was released in 90. That sounds okay. actually... Yeah. That makes sense, what I'm saying. With He's this, so ahead of his time then. Shit, this came out in the 70s. This feels I think like he, it could And have he, been. you know, he changed over the course. Yeah. Especially with the 80s, because Steve Vai was like in the 80s and what have you. Right. And then he died in 90... Four, if I'm not mistaken. I wouldn't say it on there, but oh, does it, oh no no not on here. Yeah, you're right. Uh, he died in the '90s, I believe. So, and um, he I I heard a funny um because I used to listen to a lot of Howard Stern, mm. and especially when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, dude, when Dad would take me to school in the morning or night, was it him? Sometimes okay. it'll be when I would go to elementary. Every, that's when Howard Stern was on the radio. Right, yeah, on, on morning radio. Every day. Mom hated Howard Stern. <laughs> hey, I loved Howard Stern, and there was a time... YouTube's amazing, because you listen to a lot of the old yeah, it's pretty clips cool. of Howard Stern, even though he probably doesn't appreciate that with, you know, being on satellite. But I even heard him on satellite, but he had a, a thing where he had Moon Unit, Frank Zappa's daughter on <laughs> and they yeah yeah and he you tell Howard Stern yeah right and then Frank Zappa had uh, not Frank Zappa Howard Stern just being Howard Stern yeah you know the interview he does with some of the guests I don't know if you've heard Howard Stern I, I, I've heard of his stuff sure love his shit yeah, some of his shows he's yeah. great and um yeah I don't listen to him much nowadays but uh they reached out to Frank Zappa. Yeah. And ask questions, yeah. And friends that and, and Howard Stern's just making you know just jokes or whatever. But I just thought it was cool because yeah. uh, I was looking at interviews with mm. Frank Zappa, and that's where I got the one where he like he was shit on. He was like MTV. shitting on MTV. I saw that because he clip. was conservative. He would come out to say like you know yeah he, he he's conservative. Like he had most, a, a political most, mindset. I feel like most good artists tend to be very like a political with, or no, political. Yes, but uh, like in the sense of conservative. In the sense, like what do you mean by conservative? Like politically conservative? Yeah, that's how he represented himself. As oh, I was like. thinking of more of like 
conservative, not conservative as a in, human in being. Sense, like, like he was oh, just more like reserved. Yeah. No, I do know what you mean by that with artists. Oh, okay. No, more just a political spectrum. Oh, that's I never even knew that. That's yeah, true. he was like, no, he was like an interesting dude. You would think he would. Be he able, didn't like, do no drugs. Really, he drank mostly coffee and cigarettes. I always thought he was more of like the no, hippie type. Like, not at all. Type of music. He yeah, made, exactly. You know I mean? No, this is what makes him very out there. That. Hmm. He was much different, probably, than you would think as if you met him as a human being. I agree. Uh And I think the true, true devout fan, I mean, a lot of the music performances he would put on, he put out of his pocket, you know, because he didn't want to deal with those lot of commissions and the fee and the shit in the music business. You know, he would. Which is completely understandable. Yes, the music industry is so corrupt, and I would imagine so. Like is, in many f- it can, big facets, it can really fuck over artists. You know what's funny? I feel like anything that has big money involved is will have a level of corruption. Yeah, like even yeah. in fight businesses, hundred percent. You know, yeah. I mean? like boxing's notorious for yeah. fight corruption. You know, music business same way. I'm sure Hollywood. Back in the day, um, the the mafia was Death Row Records. Oh, that's another. I one. mean, that's. A, I mean, I was going before that. The mafia was deeply entwined with the music industry. I mean, if it Frank wasn't, Sinatra. If it wasn't for you know, Frank, they used Frank Sinatra. They, if I'm not, yeah. you know, for my he, history is fucking right. I feel right. like if he. They they kind of made him famous. <laughs> the, the mob almost kind of made Sinatra almost famous in a way. Yeah, the Italian American from Hoboken. Yeah. You know, and Sinatra's music for the record was fantastic. Fuck yeah, yeah I that love. guy. I still like did it my way. I don't give a yeah. fuck. Fly me to the moon. I dig it. Fly, fly me to the moon. You know, leave the singing. To you me. know who do I really? Yeah, right. Leave it to the professionals. <laughs> Come what, on, a, what a dick. <clears throat> but you know who I like uh, with "Fly Me to the Moon." The rendition of it, hmm. Tony Bennett. Oh, Tony Bennett's a classic, dude. Tony Bennett is the shit. It's the shit. I fucking love Tony Bennett. Yeah. I like Frank's uh, Dean Martin. Uh, Dean Martin is good. I, I like Dean Martin. I, I like him. No, I definitely have respect. He has great uh, songs. He's a great song. More familiar with the Tony Bennett, though. Yeah. You know, like when you go with the Rat Pack, Frank Sinatra, you know, uh, Sammy Davis Jr., you know, He's Dean fantastic. Martin. Yeah. You know, fantastic person. Yeah. But you know what's funny? When you lean on like you know what song I did like uh, well you have love and marriage where the guy went married with children uh, you ever yeah. watch that so, yeah. well you know but I loved it as a kid okay, Al Bundy for you know who had a crush on Christina Applegate the blonde the daughter <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Peg oh hot yeah. she was Peg smoking hot well. and I wow what was her real name you know she does the voice of Leela from Futurama yeah dude oh, I guess it's common knowledge right yeah. cause she's in Comic Con I that. mean the voice is just so iconic yeah uh it's Katie Seagal oh I didn't even know and she's that. a good blues singer really from what I understood yeah, I think who said that was Al Bundy's character, Ed Helms, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And um, yeah, yeah, up. she's I, a good I, singer. I, she's, I think she that. does blues, blues singer. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like the when I like listen to music and I like try to absorb myself into it, I either listen to one of two things. Like I really focus on the drums or vocals. I really like vocals. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like something that I I can really appreciate in music. There's a lot of artists who 
who I like. Who, Vocals, you is? know, like Radiohead's a, a very vocally heavy. Tom band. York, you know, Tom yeah. York is a fantastic singer. Uh, Sade. Sade is, you know. I love her voice. I love her. Voice love too. her voice. Beautiful Bjork, woman. Bjork has a very unique voice. She that does. I've really fallen in love with. Yeah. Um, there are some albums that I could show you that are really good. Though. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know her song I get always from the professional. Oh, uh, uh, Venus as a boy. Yeah, Venus as a boy. Be Venus yeah, leave it to yeah. the pros, that's though. A great, that's no. a great. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing any of Bjork's songs. She's yeah, no, her no. voice is powerful. It's. She, you think so, dude? No, she. She has some albums that um she has one album i forget the name of it but the album cover is very like is very reminiscent it's like her in this big red wig is very like crazy looking it's she wasn't really out like, there she was an artsy like very artsy very art pop it's art, like pop, art pop yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. Like, very she was making there. a culture out of something experimental i'll tell you yeah. that much but you know her vocals are just so powerful with that one she has a song on there called thunderbolt and it's such a, a what a, album is this one I, I forget the name of it uh but it's the same one like i just mentioned with she's like on the cover with this big red hair and it's like a, she's like wearing a wig and it's like it's almost like a it's almost, it almost feels like a musical you're listening to but it's like the, the the one song thunderbolt she has such a powerful uh um uh chorus to it because the chorus her voice comes in like a thunderbolt because they kind of layer her voice and so they make it sound like like a thunderbolt, a, like a yeah. It's very like it's a very powerful song. It's a really cool one. Um, but yeah, the vocals is it's something that I've always focused on, and it's you know it's kind of funny how we're the York, huh? Yeah, yeah no vocal. Well, vocal. It's funny how we're talking you about know, it's funny vocals on when we were talking about Led Zeppelin instrumental albums. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just funny, funny how the how albums will pull. Like the topic of discussion was based around, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. we use it as the base around the conversation. And you're right. We're talking about the one instrument in the band that these both sets that of music decided that decided not to use. Not to use yeah. exactly. Did I think Franz Zappa's part did say one thing during like kind of like yeah, it was only one part. It was something but else the, said. The Hella album was completely instrumental. The Hella album was completely yeah. episode. And, and yeah, they you're have, right. Like, you're right. Other albums where they use vocals. There's only no, one. No, they look like they're not the vocal. T- I feel like no. they don't have the they, time. They do have vocals, but it's just like either just like obscure. Crazy There's shit an obscurity. But they have one album where there is like it almost feels like a traditional rock album, but just very out there and experimental rock. Let me ask you this question: How do you feel uh-huh. about uh, music in YouTube? You see it like the the redo it to like the twenties or thirties. <laughs> why? Why you ask? There's one chick I do like. That she does it really well. It's like that swing. They turn it into like that. No, it's not swing. swing. She did it swing. more. One, because she's just super cute. But I think her name think is Haley something. She did, a, the, she did one with Soundgarden, Black Hole Sun. Okay. I know you're talking about. Creep, which was Radio Sun. That's why I, I said it. Did you hear the about. Creep one? Yeah. Really good. I think her name's Haley. It, third one, fuck. It, it was Chop Suey, right? No. No? Oh, it's mm. a person? Different person. Oh, yeah, you were thinking something like, dude. Okay, no, so no, 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 Before you, before you dive into that, <laughs> what I'm saying is, you've heard the Black Hole Sun one that I played before. Yes, that was that one wasn't bad. That was good. That one wasn't bad. She did a good job. That same girl does creep the Radiohead. 
Okay, so I guess I didn't hear that one. No, you that I know you didn't hear that one. I'm very sure I you didn't I, hear that. I no, no, like no. Some cover she is a very beautiful young lady and she <laughs> is a great singer. Someone has a crush. A little bit. And <laughs> she did a third song, Wait, Lemmy's Gonna Hit Me. Uh speaking of the White Stripes, uh Seven Nation Army. And very good. Good song. Probably the best three covers. I know who you're going to talk about. <laughs> and I think, if I'm not mistaken, they come from the same upload. Because that girl I'm talking about here is Postminer Jukebox. The other girl, I think she's from a different one. I think so. I could be wrong. Probably her own thing or something. Probably her own thing, maybe. Um, the one that does Chop Suey. Yeah. Alex showed me that one. It's... I have well, my you, opinions on it. It doesn't top the system of oh, the down. I'm not comparing it to the original <clears throat> thing. That's the thing. I'm listening to these. For as what it is. For what it is. I'm not comparing it to the original cover. Do you like. I love System of a Down. Swing. Do you like. I do like swing. And I do like old style big band jazz. Right. But. I feel like. <laughs> they. They did a, They did a good effort. This. There's one particular. They have young a lot, woman. by the way. There's one particular young woman who did the cover of Chop Suey. I'm not nothing against her. She's. I'm sure she's a lovely person. Right. right. I'm sure you know whatever. But I just. She has a couple. So she did one in she Spanish. Has a good voice. With the she Shakira. has a good voice. Whatever. But I just did not like it. I just felt like the style of music. It just came off as like cheesy. Like there's something like really uniquely nerdy about swing music, modern swing music, or people making modern. Big versions. in New Orleans still but i feel you like a frenchman but that's like down. different though because i feel like these people like they that's like their music that's like the type that's like their culture almost but there's like this type of see i'm comparing it to there's this genre of electronic music out there that's kind of like mainly just on youtube and just shitty remixes called electro swing yeah and it's just like it's just electro swing. swing it's just swing music but with like a dance beat over it oh it's it's very is cheap. it bad what do you in think? In my opinion, yes. Because it's just so cheesy. It's just so like it's just this extremely nerdy you know and the funny? crowd around swing it is takes, so nerdy. It takes musicianship. Oh, hundred. You have a good like a good jazz pianist. No, and I'm not denying like on a that. piano, a good piano bar. On its own. Oh, there's a place in New Orleans. Man, the fucking name of the place left me. This one was off Bourbon, give or take a few. In mm-hmm. the, definitely in the French Quarter, maybe a street over. And it was like a dueling piano. So they had like two piano sets. You could play a request to the song. It's what I loved about it. If you go in with a date or something, it was like dark. The tables are like little little yeah. round tables, kind of like the little little jazz tables. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you put your name in a thing, whatever, or you put a buckle. I forgot how it goes. And... You get your drinks, and they will play on the piano. That's like that I feel is like a this, musician town. I feel that's, like that's a bit different, though. I feel it like is. because that's coming from like. But in the that's, EDM, that's almost like you're looking at it at like the source. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're yeah. looking at you're coming from where that's like the culture that they that they brewed in, that they grew up in, that they kind of like that's their thing. What do you, you know mean, mean in New Orleans? Yeah, like the you know that, that, that should... swing sound and like that well, whole. A lot of it's the birth. That's the right. birthplace that, for that, a lot that, of that. And that's what I mean. But I feel like there are certain people who like they they kind of like come out it they come at it from an outside perspective and they kind of like get just the the base aspect of it and they just they don't do anything 
unique with it. They don't do anything cool. So it's almost it. replaying. It's almost they're just kind of rehashing. I it feel like EDM like, is doing a distrust. If that's the case, well, no, I have to give it a fair electro shake. Electro swing itself. I'm just talking oh. about these groups who make these swing covers of modern songs, like the one with the Chapsui. Right. They they did one of Gangsta's Paradise. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I bet they have a Kendrick Lamar cover too. I bet they have a damn swing cover, don't they? I don't know, I actually. They, I bet they do. You I could bet. be right. I I bet I'm right. <laughs> you could be. We could check it. I don't feel like it's worth checking. I don't think it's worth checking. <laughs> That's why but I haven't. I'm putting that computer. out there. Anyways, I just feel like just I don't know. There's a difference. There's like. I just don't know really how to put it into words. It's just something that I just feel. It just was in my cringy. Heart. It was a great. It's just very that cringy. Girl, hey, the I think her first name is Haley. She has a great voice. Don't get me wrong. She's a different great voice. one. The girl I'm referring oh, okay, to okay. with that did the Soundgarden cover, the Radiohead, and I might have the White Stripes. Memory is fuzzy on that. Excellent. I remember the Black. I could Hole be song, crushing though. a little bit, but she's very talented, and the musician. And I think those were good covers. And I, I remember the Black Hole Sun. I don't remember Creep though. Yeah, because we played it at. At yeah, time, I right. remember that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it I is what my, it is. I have man. my opinions on music. I'll, no, I'll give it but that. that's the beauty of it. I mean, <laughs> we have to talk. We have to no, test every angle of music. Of and really, um, how'd you like? Okay. We had the. With Frank Zappa's music. Right. I don't think he's ever did anything for movies. No. I could. Uh, no. No, that's no. dumb. I'm sure his music has been in movies. Can I ask you this? This, yes. Tell me. Okay, when it comes to video game music, and we're really, yeah, we're straying from these oh, two boy. albums. Okay. And I don't know if we're going we're to get. We're going a little off top. Whatever. doesn't matter. What, what game, what song, and what game really just hits town for you? And we can save a whole other podcast talking about it, because I would love we'll to. We'll dive into it a death. little bit here for sure. Yeah, we can. Um, video game music, shit. <sighs> Favorite song. You know what I like? I will tell you. Because okay. yeah, speaking you of, of, first, of, yeah. of people who do covers of songs, okay. Aquatic Ambience from Donkey Kong. Yeah. That's good. That's what a great the song. fuck? I love They have been jazz song. covers of it. They have been like electronic covers. Yeah. Then you listen to the actual for the Super Nintendo. And then you can hear the remakes when it was renditioned in Smash. But. There is, I've seen a really good perform, a jazz performance. It was just a jazz cover of the aquatic ambience of that piece. We need to look up the composers of a lot of these songs. I know it's like Koji Kondi did a lot of the Zelda music and things like that. I know a little bit because I have looked into another really great video game song. Astro Observatory. I know of one from Majora's Mask. Yeah, that's good there has too. been a lot oh, of covers. Yeah, they have dude. a guitarist that just did really good uh, guitar pieces of it, piano pieces yeah. and things like that. Um, but the, the yeah, the song for me that comes to mind it's um, from Silent Hill Three. Um, the I know I know the composer for for the Silent Hill soundtracks is Akira Yamaoka, and he did. Um, for the the first, second, third, and fourth games of Silent Hill, he did the music for all of that. Damn. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I always feel like Nintendo just has third, a legacy with the for, video game but nostalgia. But for the one song that I'm thinking of, it comes from the third uh, from the third game, and it's in the beginning. It's called um, "End of Small Sanctuary," and like the first time you hear it is um, the the main character you play as this girl named Heather, and she wakes up from this bad dream where she was in Silent Hill, running away from monsters or whatever, and she wakes up in this restaurant in a mall, and then the song starts playing, and the song it's almost like this. It's kind of like melancholy, but it's not like depressive, and it's just this electric guitar is doing this simple. Well, this it is a dark game. It's it is a dark fucking game. Fucking Silent Hill. Yeah. You know. But it's this. It's this. This guitar is a simple drumming. It's just da no no no, and it's just kind of like that over this kind of boom bat drum beat. And it's just kind of that over. I don't know over if Boom Bat, by the way. Boom Bat is this, a whole other genre. It just kind of sets the mood for how the whole game is going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, all right, this is the only safe part of the game you're going to get. Because it comes out in the beginning. You know, you hear in the very beginning of the game where there's no monsters. You wake up in the town where everything's normal. Yeah. And then, like, a chapter later, you're in this hell world and you're running away from monsters and shit. And it's like that song just kind of gives you like all right this is like the sunset and you know you're kind of watching the sunset as it goes down and it really just kind of sets the mood for the game in my opinion and akira yamaoka he is as a composer for for video games or just for the silent hill he really set the mood for it because when we talked about mood setting music earlier he really set the mood throughout the whole series and if it wasn't for him i feel like silent hill wouldn't have been as popular as it would have been because the music is so good. Music does a lot. It's so good for that. Does game. a lot for movies. It does oh, a lot for man. video games. It does a lot for any it's presentation. Funny. I, I think that incorporates video sound. Video game music last night. Just the soundtrack. I was listening to the Half Life Two soundtrack. That's you know, some I never cool played shit. that, man. That's a good game. It's a fun game. You and Adam talk um, breach. That it's like it's a bit more like fast paced, like electronic music. It's like drum and bass, just like. Drum and bass. Yeah. What is how? What, what's your take on? Uh, oh, I love drum and bass. I felt like drum and bass was like early two thousands type it's of like thing. Nineties. It's more like mid late nineties. Yeah. Does it always all lead back to Aphis? No. <laughs> I don't just know. <laughs> Does it he all come back? It, Does it all? No. It doesn't go back to him for sure. Definitely. Not. No. I'm. But, yeah. Yeah. I'm um, being funny. He was definitely a big part of that whole thing, and and he has a lot of drum and bass style songs and. Um, yeah, yeah, that that famous that 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 drum uh, lick comes from a jazz song, which I forget the name of it because that original drum and bass sound is this this boom bat beat with the snare drum and the and the bass drum to give it speed, the to, but the right. tempo but goes up. It comes from a sample from a jazz song, but I forget the name of the song. But it's a very famous jazz song that basically every single drum and bass song samples that sound. That one drum kick. Gotcha. Yeah. I would have to... Really it's funny that. how that run, that one drum kick mm-hmm. started whole, a subgenre. It's a breakdown. That's what it is. It's a breakdown. Okay. It's a, it's a drum breakdown. You know That's Frank Zappa? You ever heard of this? Uh, Frank Zappa wrote one of the hardest pieces of music that there's different variations to this piece of music it's called the black page and yeah with the black page because if you look at the the page the composition Mm -hmm. of music there is so many notes everywhere that the page looks black really yeah and it's one of the hardest things for drummers for guitarists and things like this and um i think there's the third there's like a there's multiple variations like an easier very a variation of play uh to play it mm. 
but it's called the Black Page, and it's one of the hardest. That reminds me of pieces of music to play, from what I understood. One of the hardest, which was awesome. I just from the top of my head, one of the ones that I, I learned just yesterday. One of the hardest pieces of jazz music to play is um, by John Coltrane. And really? This, yeah, it's it's uh, American. It's a no? song. It's a oh. song that he made called um, "Giant Steps." It's considered one of the hardest jazz songs to like play, and it's a huge meme in like the jazz community and wow. like the, uh, the online jazz community. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's a huge meme. People make jokes about it all the time because it's just so retardedly complicated to play. You wow. know what I mean? It's funny how jazz to me hard music, and it's because of all these time signature changes and it's just yeah. all of a sudden it goes from like a four or like a you know a four eight beat or i'm probably saying it wrong like a four you know whatever a four four and yeah. then it goes into like seven eighths and then it goes into like something else another crazy time signature got you you know six tenths or like some other crazy shit or like yeah you know, i'm i don't even know the time signature i understand well, what you're saying though yeah it goes it jumps back and forth back and forth throughout the whole entire song and it's just it's so intense <laughs> it's almost like if i wonder hella, how good of you it's almost like if hella was into jazz your understanding you know I mean? of music has to be to really I I you know to, what i mean yeah to really like comprehend it and play you need to be a it's such a good subject as i'm growing into it that's something you i know, need to get more into it's music theory my music theory is, is i feel like it's a, it's a language man and it's something that i need to bill wassell when we talked about when you talked about i think it was earlier tonight before we recorded when we talked about the giant we talked a little bit about wrestling right and how he had giantism and that's how we believed he died, the giant Andre the Giant. Yeah, I mean that's it is how he died. Yeah, is that okay? Sorry. So that's how Bill Wassel died, which was uh, it was somebody I respected. It was a friend of mine in Louisiana. Uh, it was my ex girlfriend's, uh, her stepfather. Mm. It was a like a he used to be a doctor and smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> Tell you take vitamin C if you want to stay healthy. <laughs> be careful with these doctors, cause God damn it, they're they're out to kill you. And like, you know, he was really cool, very creative. He had a little workshop in the back. Died the same way, uh, with an enlarged heart issue, if I'm not mistaken, mm. or that's what it was. And um, you know what's funny, mm. musically. I'm not sure how I was going to tie the story musically <laughs> to anywhere, but, <laughs> but um, just a shout out to him. <laughs> you know what? It was a shout out. You know, yeah, it was a shout out because well, we were talking music, musically. Okay. Prior. Musically. Right. Remind me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, With Frank Zappa. Okay. Okay. It was about complicated music we were talking about. Thank you. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God, it was a complicated conversation. Quality podcast. Right, yeah, no. Okay. Living so up to our name. He played, <laughs> he played really good piano. Oh, okay. He was, he was a pianist. This was what I was, okay, that's what I was, I was I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> My okay. bad, yeah. So he read music, he played, and pretty, pretty uh, sophisticated on the piano. And um, just to go off, just speaking like the complexity of just music and understanding music, and just I, it's it's a language, of course. So it's another language. It definitely is. It's speaking another language where I could give you a piece of music, and you know what I'm saying, right? You know what I mean. You could look at it and you're like, okay, I got you. Yeah. You know, I could put this. I could uh, transcribe it in, right. or, or in such a way, and um, I think that's where. I'm, 
was going and you, you know. know where the origins of like writing musical notes and like the 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 what's it called the um where the you, staff the staff yeah, yeah. That's what it is. okay so it was the right word like the staff and all that yeah it comes from um medieval churches when they would do um when they would sing hymns oh really they, in order for for the priests and the monks to to memorize the lyrics and to know you know how which note to hit yeah which note to hit and like what to you know what how to sing it they would have just kind of like all right here's like the staff and then they would just have like just a dot just showing them all right you're gonna hit this note so it's gonna be up here but it's not like how we know like quarter notes and half notes and shit like that that wasn't more but the language derived but it was, from there it kind of started out with that and that's fucking oh I've that's learned pretty that cool man. recently yeah where it's just kind of it's a fascinating subject i'm enjoying is. this i think this podcast is helping get a better gonna, i think it'll help me too just learn we more. get a better understanding a better appreciation yeah, for music 100%. and let's you know guys we connect and maybe you know 100%. get with a community it's a, a community it's a, I mean? it's a good subject yeah. and i think it's important like many other subjects because and i what i, I love what, what uh-huh. i'm sorry no, but what not. i think about like this podcast i think this is i think this is healthy for you and me no, 100%. for both of us 100 it's a form of talk and expression and we're using the subject of music while we're getting a better understanding of it and, and showing our appreciation of music. Cause and to understand each other with it. And too. to understand each other. That's a very and good point. to get point. our perspectives of like our and own to get a form with goddamn expression. Like, oh, I, yeah. I feel like I'm getting stuff out. Me too. Talking into the microphone. Yeah. Even if we go off tangents, I feel like that's what it's meant to be. Oh, yeah. Right? You know, as long as we bring it back to what we're talking about. You know, oh, yeah, as long yeah, as yeah. we bring it back to the music, you know, which I feel like in my opinion is is the soul everything of relates everything. to it you know what i mean yeah yeah which is like the soul of everything just lies in music or music lies in the soul of everything you know what i mean could like, be yeah, i feel be like a way you that... can find music in almost anything out there through you know a bird chirping through you know a dude pounding on the wall you can turn that into a beat uh, you know the war I mean? drum even music's of war there's yeah. music there's music and war 100%. Especially when it comes to wardrobes. Many, many tribes will fo- we'll go into battle. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? You, you know, Viking, use- Viking longships, when they're, when they're rowing their boats, they go by a rhythm of a drum. They Fuck go, yeah. That sounds. They got to row, you know? That sounds badass. Fuck yeah, dude. That's that sounds fucking badass. That's where the true origins of metal. Fuck Black Sabbath. The Vikings created that shit. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> I think this was a good podcast tonight. I don't know. Uh, Hope you guys like it too. Yeah, no, for sure. Till next time, this is Kane Alvarez. This is Nick Alvarez. Thank you again, brother. Signing out. Peace.